Today on Locked On, Anaheim Ducks. Will the Ducks ever host an All-Star game or even a draft? And what the heck is up with Phoenix, er, sorry, Arizona? We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi everyone, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, your host of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, thanking you for making this your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by betonline.net which has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. So I've covered hockey for a long time. I've worked a multitude of events over the years. And one of my favorite events that I ever got to work was the AHL All-Star Game. This was a little over two years ago at Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. And there was a slew of fans that came out from all across the nation. I met some people from back east. Um, I had a little contest going. This was two years ago. I had a contest going and there was some fans that came out from Pennsylvania and I gifted them with a San Diego Goals 80s. Those little fanny packs from 80s night. Yeah, so that was a nice little thing to do and they were super, super grateful. They've still been listening but the point of that is is you typically have fans that love coming to Southern California. The players love coming to SoCal. That event was a once in a lifetime thing and it was a lot of fun. So the players love coming to SoCal. Why not have another all-star game here in SoCal? Well, there's a few reasons for that, which I will get to. First, let me tell you about which cities have not hosted an all-star game. There are six NHL cities right now that have not hosted one. Winnipeg, Washington, D.C., Newark, New Jersey, Seattle, Washington, Glendale, Arizona, or somewhere in Arizona, and Anaheim. Now, one of those cities is not like the others. Well, really two of them in that they're in warm climates. And I'll talk about each of those right now, starting with Winnipeg. Winnipeg is just way too cold in January. It's one of the smallest rinks in the entire NHL. So that's already two major cons against ever hosting an all-star game there. But they're they're two very big cons. Now, don't get me wrong. The fan base there is very good. They're one of the most rabid fan bases in the NHL. They really are. But you know how cold it gets in Winnipeg, Manitoba in the end of January, start of February? It is cold. Like, really, really, really cold. I did get to talk to some of the players out at All-Star Weekend. Uh, we just pow out outside the arena and, you know, there was other events going on. And unanimously, they said, dang, we love this weather. Like, we do not want to go back back east right now because it is going to be way too cold. And just, it's it's been a couple of years, so I guess I could say this now. The day after that All-Star game, which was on a Monday, there were a handful of players. Bridgeport, that's who it was. There was at least a couple people from Bridgeport that elected to stay out in SoCal for a couple of extra days just because they love the weather and they wanted to explore Southern California. In fact, one of them hadn't ever been to SoCal. So they said, yeah, we don't want to pass up this chance. We don't want to pass up this opportunity. So we want to do this and we love the weather out here. So that's why weather would be a major con for the city of Winnipeg. And same kind of goes for Newark, New Jersey. Okay, Newark is not exactly the most glamorous city 
And if the All-Star game is going to be out there, it may as well be in New York. It may as well be at Madison Square Garden, or it may as well be at the new arena out at Long Island where the Islanders play now. It may as well be out there. And then there's four other cities there. Washington, D.C. So Washington, that one's kind of a weird one because it is a good city. It's got a good fan base. Ovechkin is there, but it's a small city and there's not a whole ton of room to operate as far as like major events, convention center stuff. You already have the typical amount of tourists that are already out there in the first place. Security is going to be an issue, especially right now in our, let's face it, it's a pretty divided country right now. So security is going to be a big issue immediately. Whether that will also be an issue, but just the whole not wanting to host at every single venue, it's already going to be crowded out there. So that leaves three cities that I haven't really talked about, have I? Seattle, Washington, I bet you they will get one soon. They have a new arena. They have a fantastic fan base that sells out each and every game. It's a good It's a good fit. You have convention halls that are close by Climate Pledge Arena. And you've got a slew of other things to do there. You have that ginormous globe fountain. You have the Space Needle, which is perfect for photo ops for the All-Star game. So it seems like a slam dunk for the NHL to have an All-Star game in Seattle. I don't think it'll take long for them to get an all-star game. Just saying. I also didn't mention. Oh. Um, Miami area. Florida. Surprise. Florida. Yeah. They're getting it next year. The Florida Panthers are hosting the all-star game next year. Look. I'll, I'll hand it to them. The Panthers are very good right now. The fans are beginning to come out more and more right now. So. It wouldn't be the worst idea to have it out there. You have. Two bona fide all-stars on that Panthers team right now. So there's that. It's a pretty good arena. They've got a convention center that's somewhat close by, but it could definitely work out there. It could very much work. And it's a good climate. I mean, most hockey people want to get away from the cold and bitterness of the winter and at least go down to the Miami area and check out the beaches, check out some better climate yeah, that one, that one works. Seattle works. So why not Anaheim? Anaheim's got a good climate, right? It's got Disneyland right there, which is ripe for photo ops. It's it's perfect. It seems perfect, right? You got palm trees. You got sunshine. You've got all kinds of cool stuff all around the arena. There's already been great all-star weekends in SoCal. You had... The one in 2002 at Staples Center. You had the one in 2017 at Staples Center. You had the entry draft there in 2010. So what reason could it not work in Anaheim? Well, it's because of the pond itself. It's one of the smaller seating capacities in the NHL. It's 17,172. So tickets will be slightly tougher. The West Coast, especially that area's Somewhat hard for some players to make it through. I get that. There are good tourist traps out. I mean, sorry, tourist places out there. Did I say that? No, I I kid, I kid. Disneyland is not a tourist trap. I love Disneyland. I've been a pass holder there. It's fantastic. And imagine all the players bringing their families. You know, they're all 
going to want to go to Disneyland. And you have tourist buses that come from all over the place, and it's not uncommon to see a bunch of tourists come down to Anaheim just for Disneyland. So what reason would they not go to Anaheim for an all-star game? The Honda Center has been there since nice three decades. It was being built three decades ago. Ooh. When I say that out loud, it does make me feel a little bit old thinking about the fact that the Ponza was under construction three decades ago. And it hasn't changed that much in the past three decades. It really hasn't. That arena does need to be updated. It does need to look a little bit fresher, as it were. I mean, there are most parts of that arena that look like it's trapped in the 90s. So... If Anaheim is serious about wanting to host an all-star game or other events there, they've got to modernize that place. They've got to make it look more modern. Not the archway. I mean, that arch is perfect. But at least the interior of it. That needs to be updated. Maybe one section or at least one floor at a time. And I think if they can do that, and if also they can finish OC Vibe within the next few years then I don't see any reason why the Ducks shouldn't host an All-Star game. So those are two major reasons. Updating and upgrading the pond and building an entertainment district around it, like we've heard about the rumored OC Vibe district that's apparently going to be built around there in the next few years. Once those two things are done, then I think Anaheim would be a shoo-in for the All-Star game. Now there's one city that I purposely left out. And I'll tell you why after the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, which is everyone's favorite protein bar. Now, look, I know that most people's New Year's resolutions are pretty much done at this point. But that doesn't mean that you can't re-up on your New Year's resolution by eating right, getting healthy. And you can do that thanks to Built Bar. It certainly helped me. I've gotten back into running. I have the New York Marathon coming in eight, nine months. And I'm having my Built Bars and they're delicious. Definitely check out the Built Puffs. If you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bars that are out there. They're marshmallowy, they're fluffy, they're packed with protein, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And my personal favorite flavor, the Churro Puff, is back and better than ever. So if you want to try it for yourself, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Coming up after the first intermission, I'll talk about that other city that's never hosted an all-star game and probably never will. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and I haven't done this in a while, but want to give a shout out to the Mad Hat Hucksters that we are listening to right now. Thanks once again for this cool music that I have going on right now. Very appreciative. All right, so let's talk about that one city that I left out. And uh, before I get into that, I mentioned that I do this podcast in segments and sometimes I record hours after something had happened well this was originally meant to be an evergreen podcast 
like it was just going to be evergreen content and it'd be valid for a while. Well, something happened on Twitter this afternoon that slightly changed that. And I got to say, I'm <laughs> I'm not surprised that hockey fans are going a little bit against what I saw on Twitter today. And this has to do with the team that I hadn't mentioned, the Coyotes. And at first, I was just going to say what the heck's going on over there because there have been rumors about the new arena and about the team. And it just took a whole different turn because earlier today, the Arizona Coyotes tweeted out a video showing what their quote-unquote new arena was going to look like. <laughs> it's it's a joke. It It is an absolute joke. So I'm going to kind of steer into this by finishing my thought on why... Arizona will never host an all-star game. And this is partially why. Look, Arizona has a very fickle fan base. Let's just put it out there. Those fans are super apathetic if their teams suck. When Phoenix Suns were terrible, the fans hardly came out. I had been to Suns games out there when they weren't that good. And there was maybe 12,000 in there. The Cardinals, same thing. But the Cardinals are doing pretty well right now. And they're hosting the Super Bowl next season. So, hey, Super Bowl champion Arizona Cardinals next season because that's the way it is, apparently. And then you have baseball. I've been in Diamondbacks games when it was a big crowd, when they were good. I've been to D-backs games when there was hardly anyone there. I've been to Arizona Diamondbacks games when the Dodgers were in town and it was about 80% Dodger fans. So for the Coyotes... I've been there before for a Yotes game, and there's not a whole lot of native fans there. Every time I go out there, there's more fans for the opposing team. Always. So what makes me think that Glendale is ready to host an All-Star game? Well, apparently they're not anymore because they're leaving. So what makes me think that Tempe is going to be able to host an All-Star game? Additionally, who knows what's going to happen with the Coyotes after all this is said and done. So I'm going to kind of change up what I was going to talk about before and talk about what happened today. The Coyotes. They're going to play in a hockey arena that will have 3,500 given the NHL requirements, given the cameras that have to go in, given all that other stuff. Less than 4,000 fans for an NHL arena. You can save your jokes. I share them. First, I want to think back to other times when teams had a temporary home. And I got to thank my buddy Justin for this, where he pointed something out that I forgot about. There was the Ottawa Civic Center, which had quite a few fans out there. They had about 10,000. That was pretty cool. You had the Expo Hall in Tampa Bay. Yeah, people forgot about that. The Tampa Bay Lightning played their first season at the Expo Hall at Florida State University. At least that arena had 10,000 seats. And that was while they had already had a deal in place that they were going to have a new arena. And at the time, the deal was they were going to play at what's now Tropicana Field, what was then known as the Thunderdome. So they had that deal in place. They also had a very concrete deal as far as Amelie Arena, or at the times, St. Pete Times Arena. So that deal was already 
very much in the works and very much in the final stages. So that's a big difference between Tampa Bay and Arizona. I mean, the St. Pete Times Forum, that was being built, I want to say, 93. So the Lightning had already been a season in, and they hadn't had broken ground yet. But they at least had a very solid deal. Then they played in the Thunderdome, and they played to fans of 26, 27,000. There was a ton of people that played at, at that went to games at the Thunderdome. And then the Ice Palace, that was born. But let's go even further, shall we? Let's look at some other teams. Oh, how about the San Jose Sharks? Who remembers where they played their first couple seasons? Yeah, the Cow Palace. I mean, the Cow Palace looks palatial compared to where they're going to play in Arizona next season. The place in Florida State University. That looks opulent, as my buddy said. Or I'll quote him. It makes the Expo Hall where the Lightning played their inaugural season look downright opulent. And he's absolutely right about that. Cow Palace. Same thing. Yeah, it was dusty and musty, but you know what? The fans at least came out for that, and it wasn't totally embarrassing. Because, hey, at least the Cow Palace had hockey there with the Spiders. They had hockey there in the 60s and 70s. So at least... There was some kind of history there, and there was some precedence for why they would make that a temporary home. Let's go back to even recent history. How about the case of the New York Islanders when they moved to Barclays Center, and most of those seats were deemed, I I don't want to say just inadmissible, but they were very obstructed seats. So the non-obstructed seats, you get about, what, 13,000 there? It's small. But it's not ridiculous. Then they moved back to Nassau Coliseum. And the at least the capacity there was over 10,000. So it wasn't exactly embarrassing. Again, because they had a deal in place for UBS Arena. That arena was starting to be built all the way back in, I want to say, 2019. So that deal was in place. And it's finally opened this season. But what... Freaking Coyotes are doing is an absolute joke. By comparison to those other teams, the Coyotes shouldn't be playing there. They shouldn't. The Coyotes got throttled in the quote tweets. They were ratioed so hard. Because looking at that arena, there's about 13 rows. That is less than an AHL-ready arena. That's less than any ECHL arena. In fact, if the Coyotes do play their next season, and that's still an if, it would be the smallest professional hockey venue in North America. Smaller than every AHL rink. Smaller than every ECHL rink. It would be an absolute joke. If the NHL wants to save face, they should not do this. They absolutely shouldn't do this. Because it would just be a joke. And I'll talk more about that after the second intermission. But first, let's talk about betonline.net, which is the one place that has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And with the Super Bowl just finished, and by the way, 
congrats to the hometown Los Angeles Raiders for winning this year's Super Bowl. So football's over, but you have basketball, you have hockey, you have boxing, UFC, and all the odds available to you at Bet Online, where the game starts. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions because Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores and to find the latest lines. Once again, that is betonline.net, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about the Coyotes. I know this is Locked On Ducks, but again, Evergreen Podcast, where I had talked about why Anaheim will probably not host an All-Star game, and just kind of segue from that into why Arizona will never host one, and why they shouldn't host one. And now we're on the topic of a team that was in the Pacific Division, and even that is stupid, by the way, that are going to play in a 3,500-seat arena next season. Look, there are plenty of other great places to play hockey. There's a great arena in Houston. There's a really good arena out in Kansas City. There's the arena in Quebec City, the Videotron Center, that's waiting for an NHL team. You had what was called the Sprint Center, In Kansas City, they're ready. How about the Toyota Center in Houston? Yeah, there's three great arenas that are ready to host hockey. And it would still be better than this Tempe plan. Which, by the way, this Tempe plan has still not been approved yet. Let me remind you, that plan hasn't been approved. This was mentioned four days ago, thanks to Craig Morgan, who said, quote, The Arizona Board of Regents has approved capital development plan for ASU's multi-purpose arena. That includes Coyotes' added team areas at the northeast corner. ASU will be the Coyotes' temporary home for at least three seasons approved for more as they await word on the proposed Tempe Arena. It's proposed. It's not even confirmed yet. So what are we doing? What are we doing in Arizona, they're not they're not fit to be in the NHL. They're not supported by enough fans. They're not supported by 18,000 fans night in, night out at an NHL level. They are below the NHL right now. If we had relegation, they would be relegated. Add to the fact that the Coyotes are doing absolutely awful this season. If you're a contractor, if you're a developer, if you're someone with a lot of money... Why would you pump all this money on a team that stinks? Why? You're looking at this team right now and going, this is the team I'm investing in? This team that could get 50 losses this season? That's who we're investing in? This team that is not getting anything right that's going to be clear sellers and they're going to be rebuilding in the seller for what I think could be years and years? Is that what we want? Do we want to see... 3,000 fans from visiting teams and 500 Coyotes fans in that 3,500-seat arena? No, they don't want that. So again, that's not a question of when it gets approved. It is still if it gets approved. 
And what about that Phoenix Rising Stadium where that used to be? How about that land? How about Scottsdale? Do they have any interest? Apparently not, because part of it is renovations and part of it is reservations. Oh, and by the way, the three seasons at minimum, yeah, I don't think it should even last a full season. I can't believe they're not being relocated, and it is ridiculous. And meanwhile, ASU is going to have to cut funding, which is just great. So there's that as well. One other important thing. Oh, by the way, the 13,000 seats at Nassau Coliseum, was that a problem? Not necessarily, because that was a temporary solution. We don't know how long the Coyotes would have to play it at ASU. If the Yotes do sell, let's say, 4,000 seats per game at an average ticket price of, what, maybe $85, it would be maybe $15 million in revenue, and that's it. That is it. And they're going to have to spend way more to afford day-to-day operations of a team, let alone cover the charter costs for a season. So you have that to think about as well. Think about this also. The collective owners, they really don't stand to lose any more as the Coyotes already receive. They already receive the max payouts from revenue sharing. So the biggest losers here, aside from ownership, would be the players. Because it's going to cut into hockey-related revenues, which affects, ready for this, the salary cap. We already have a flat cap as it is. So if the biggest losses come to the players and it cuts into that HRR, could the salary cap possibly go down because the Arizona Coyotes can't figure out their crap? I don't think it'll affect the salary cap, but it might elongate the flat cap for a bit longer than the league would like. And it would also stunt any type of growth in this league, and it would be a black eye for the NHL. It would be just embarrassing. It would be laughable. So I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Robin Leonio from Lockdown Coyotes, but it would be downright embarrassing if the Coyotes played in that small arena. Now, would it be cool just for the optics? No, it, it wouldn't be cool. It would be embarrassing. Would I still check out that atmosphere? Absolutely. It's only four hours away. Yeah, I would check out a Ducks versus Coyotes game there. And I bet there would be 3,000 Ducks fans there to prove that hockey doesn't belong in Arizona. But hey, at least we could see the Ducks in a small rink, right? Oh, and what about all the Canadian teams that already come down to Arizona? It's going to look bad. Pretty much every game, it is going to look bad horrible so that's my thoughts on the arizona sorry yeah the arizona coyotes i almost said phoenix coyotes but that was the old name oh and of course got to think about how good the team's going to be they're not going to be good at this point we have to say enough is enough gary bettman tried and failed to make hockey work in arizona and it did work in the sense that you have a lot of great youth teams out there and hockey has grown out there in general. Austin Matt, if it wasn't for the Coyotes, we wouldn't have Austin Matthews. So there's that. But at some point, you've got to pull the ripcord and say, this is just not working anymore. Enough is enough. Time to pull the ripcord on the Arizona Coyotes and move them somewhere else. I think it's time. And also think about this. 
The last time a team moved in the NHL was a decade ago. The Atlanta Thrashers moved from Atlanta to Winnipeg. Remember how that turned out? There was supposed to be some other stuff going on that didn't happen. Fans were supposed to come back. That didn't happen. Remember how that timeline went? There were rumors in March and April because the team wasn't doing well and fans were not coming out. And then you also had the fact that Winnipeg was starting to court them in the spring. And they were starting to get really heavy with their courting March, April, May. And then the word came down in May. And then they were officially moved from Atlanta to Winnipeg over the summer. It's only mid-February. There's still a lot that could happen. I would not be surprised if the Coyotes do worse and worse. And if that deal for the proposed arena falls through. And then we start to hear rumors around April that there might be a buyer for the Coyotes. And they might move somewhere else. I'm just saying this is all looking a little bit too familiar from what happened over a decade ago. And I know this because I actually wrote a story about that. God, 11 years ago now. Um, I did a whole thing about the move, like the rise and fall and the rise again of the Winnipeg Jets. So I remember that vividly. So just don't be surprised if that happens. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Sorry it wasn't exactly Duck-centric, but you know the Ducks don't play again for another couple of days. So again, this is meant to be evergreen. Um, do you agree with me? Do you think that the Coyotes should stay? Should they leave? Should they move somewhere else? If they play in that 3,500-seat arena, would you go? Yeah, I think most of you would. All right. Don't forget that this podcast is available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Don't forget to make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q. And also, don't forget to check out Locked On NHL, Western Conference Wednesdays with Sarah Avampato and Jess Balmasto, who, by the way, will be on tomorrow's podcast to preview the Ducks versus Flames game on Wednesday. And we'll talk about that trade, the first big trade of the season that kind of shook the NHL a little bit and definitely affects the Pacific Division. So we'll talk much more about that on tomorrow's podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a good evening. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. Mm -hmm.